going to give you the strong conscience grace is going to make you take you out of condemnation grace is not going to make you judgmental but grace is going to give you grace after grace after grace it's going to make your conscience strong it's going to make you blessed when grace enters when you believe grace when grace you know the condemnation goes away from your life your life starts getting blessed you get the no condemnation gift and you see in hebrews 9 verses 13 and 15 for this reason he is the mediator and negotiator of a new covenant that is an entirely new agreement uniting god and man so that those who have been called by god may receive the fulfillment of the promised eternal inheritance since a death has taken place that is jesus died as a payment which redeems us all of us from the sins committed under the obsolete first commandment wow payment has been made jesus brothers write down the scripture hebrews 9 13 15 a payment has been made a death has taken place that was the rule if we had to get into the dispensation of grace a payment someone had to make a payment that someone had to be the pure the holy of holies only then the law can become obsolete obsolete means no use no effect outdated expired no use and jesus made that payment and redeemed us from the sins committed under the obsolete first covenant what is the first covenant it is law law first covenant was law whether it is eve adam or mosaic moses's law it is law law strengthens sin gives strength to sin to sin more so under that sins whatever whoever is under the law or whatever they been done, done it is done it is finished the first covenant is no more there is no more tithe covenant malaki tithe covenant no more previous commands regulations is cancelled because they are weak they are ineffective they are useless that's what hebrews talks about <laughs> what are we doing brothers don't we read our bibles don't we know the scriptures it's clearly so clearly i was like wow it's so clearly mentioned but why are the churches still beating up with tithes 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 10% 10% 10% i'm not saying you know even gospel of grace i'm not saying giving 10% is wrong i'm not saying that i'm not saying don't give tithes i'm not saying that 
please don't mistake me please don't shoot me okay i know i'm rocking a boat but you will be safe you will be happy you will not be condemned you will be so good when you give to god you will be so happy you know the other day one of my friends he 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 just uh, crashed a very bad crash and you know what the lord he sent me pictures he sent pictures to all the people saying thank god my son it was 12 13 in the night you know what happened the big black buffaloes on the road it's highway everybody's got a water buffalo <laughs> the song you know veggie tales song everybody's got a water buffalo yours is thin mine is fat whatever and this is a safari and he's a very good driver and he just saw this dark object in the highway and couldn't see it he was coming like in the highway around 18 90 speed it was so fast and he hit the uh, he he tried to escape he tried to protect the buffalo and he took the left and uh, poor another buffalo was right there and he hit the buffalo and then he lost the balance the windshield broken every i mean you know hitting a buffalo at that speed and uh, it was oh my goodness the car toppled it went away from the highway it fell you know the other side of the road the road was higher and there was a ditch the other side and uh, toppled and the car went and this guy was saved nothing happened only son god's using him in africa he's come here for some time and he was just dropping his friends in the in the in the night and coming back and they sent us a picture very good family very good friends their family to me and uh, we love them so um, you know he they sent a message on whatsapp and saying god's grace we are saved today my son is saved today and blah 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 and we saw the car nobody could escape brothers and sisters you know as soon as they sent that picture and the things first thing the lord spoke to me and he said give them the car when we we have couple cars and the lord said give the car away i'm like okay okay thank you lord i'll do that because they they didn't have another car then they had to buy one car so i called them up and then say i i asked them so how's everybody everybody's going good blah 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 everything's fine so you know what's happening nothing it's all okay i'm going to remove the body and put a new body to the car i said lord you said give the car and now this guy is saying you know 50000 you get a new body and you put it up and everything is fine we keep rolling a new car new engine and everything i said god what happened i mean you know you spoke to me to give it and then i said okay maybe you know we 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 all learn to listen to the voice of god you know and i am a bishop <laughs> and here i am like lord holy spirit you have written things in my heart and you speak to me don't take all the candy away you know leave it to some people you know you keep speaking the inner witness uh, and uh, after 3 days i again sms and said how are you guys doing what's happening and then uh, they called us we talked uh, whether they called or me called or whoever called we talked and they said no the car is condemned and we can't use it 
I said, yes, yes, yes. You know why? Because I said, well, thank you, Holy Spirit, for speaking to me the first time. You know, God speaks through our inner voice. And I'm not talking about, this is not the hearing voice of God lesson. This is basically talking about, I was so happy to give the car away. You know, because God blessed me. The reason I am here today is because of him. What I have, what I am is only because of him. Okay, now don't keep showing me all your accident cars, okay? I don't have any more cars and uh, I'm, I, I don't have so much money to give away, okay? <laughs> God has to give up. What I'm trying to say is the grace of God makes you to come to a place where you'll be happy to give. Not looking at locusts or uh, plagues, accidents. No, God will protect you. Yeah, exactly. So the grace of God is going to help us. What are we teaching in the churches? Abraham gave the tenth. Okay, under Melchizedek, he paid tithes. Remember, you know what? How much can you pay? See, someone has come to kill me and there is another person that comes to rescue me and he puts his life in front of mine and he fights those guys and, uh, you know, he, he's bruised and he's, you know, broken his bones and all and finally trashes those guys off and chases them away. How much would I be grateful to these guys? He protected my children, my wife, and I was supposed to be killed, but this guy comes and protects me. Would I not be grateful and thankful or would I say, hey, fine, you did your job as a human being. That's it. Go. No. Anytime you see him, anytime you meet him, anytime he calls, anytime you, he, you dream about him, you pray for him, you go to him with gifts, you go to him with all sorts of appreciation, thankfulness, and you fall at his feet, you sit at his feet, and it is going to be embarrassing to the guy. I mean, you, you do it because out of love, out of gratitude, out of attitude, good attitude. That's what happens when you need to give tithes, not out of grumbling, not of locusts, not of uh, plagues. It has to come out of thanksgiving. It has to come out of uh, grace, not law. You cannot follow the law. I don't understand what's happening in the churches. Either they don't read the Bible or they don't want to preach what's in the Bible. Are we going to living life like Pharisees or Sadducees? What are we doing? How do we want to live a life? Do we want to live the Jesus way or you want to live your own way? You know, that's why the, the, the ministry that started, we started is called the Jesus way. The reason we started uh, the ministry, the Jesus way is because we wanted, I mean, 20, some 23, 24 years ago, uh, we wanted to do the things the way Jesus did. So we looked for names, 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 what to do? The Jesus way. Everybody said Jesus way, Jesus way. What is the Jesus way? So, you know, there is no other way. The only way to heaven, the only way of doing things is the Jesus way. 
That's the only way. What are we doing these days? God is wanting us to do things the way Jesus did. Abraham didn't deserve it. He was in an alien land. He did not do anything. What did you do to be saved? Nothing. He was so thankful. He was so grateful. Yes. He was not responsible to win that war fight. In this covenant, Hebrews 10, 16 talks that this covenant that I will make with them after those days, says the Lord, I will imprint my laws upon their heart and on their mind. I will inscribe them producing an inward <laughs> change. What a wonderful translation, huh? The covenant, God is saying in the new covenant, not in the Levitical covenant, not the type covenant, not the uh, ceremonial covenant, Passover, Pentecostal uh, rules and rituals and all that. He's saying, God is saying, I will imprint my laws upon their hearts, not in the Bible, on their hearts, in our hearts. And on their minds, in our minds, I will inscribe them. Inscribe them. When that happens, what is going to happen? It is going to produce inward change. Brothers and sisters, the devil is sitting right there. Right there. As soon as this word, no, Jesus talked about the sower's seed. As soon as the seed is planted, immediately the devil comes to steal that word. That's what is going to happen. That's where we're talking about renewal of word. Word is the only one that can bring that inward change in you. God puts that law. You wake up in the morning, you open your eyes and then what's happening? This is a time. Let's talk. Let's see the Bible. Let's meditate the Bible. What is happening? He has imprinted them in your heart. When you obey the prompting of the Holy Spirit, when you obey the Holy Spirit, inward, it produces inward change. You know, that is called spiritual instinct. The dogs have instincts, tigers have instincts, cats have instincts, you know. People raise uh, as pets, lions and tigers. I keep seeing these videos, people keep passing on. They are friendly as long as they are not hungry. Once they are hungry, they don't have food, their instinct comes, comes out and then they pounce on you. If it's a lion or a tiger, if it's a dog, it goes after a whichever rat cat whatever our dogs goes after everything god has put that spiritual intuition or instinct in us he has imprinted the holy spirit that lives in us he keeps writing the moment something happens in our lives or we need guidance we need help we need protection we need wisdom we need words we need to uh, remember something immediately the Holy Spirit imprints them in our hearts and it goes into our mind in our hearts means the heart wherever the Bible mentioned heart it is talking about your spirit so 
the spiritual intuition or instinct the holy spirit uh, quickens quickens that's a good word and uh, you will remember things and uh, your uh, uh, inward change starts happening you are healed you are blessed when someone like that like jesus does something you are blessed in your life the holy spirit writes things in your in your life of what jesus did in your life how jesus is needed in your life how that grace and truth is needed in your life not fear not bondage not scared teaching not judgmental teachings not god is not is not judging he's already judged he's judged jesus all your sins past present future since he's judged on the cross yes brothers and sisters god is wanting you you know to look into that imprints renew your mind go after god romans 118 you know you might be thinking about what about people uh, that are uh, you know dying without jesus intuition the 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 spirit of god the the spirit belongs to god it comes from god before the foundation of this universe god chose each and every one of them and he sends them into this world with a plan and a purpose with his intuition with uh, with his instinct uh, or with his uh, you know uh, intuition i would say the quickening whatever you you want to call it the conscience yeah the conscience romans 1:18 for god does not overlook sin and the wrath of god is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who in their wicked in their wickedness suppress and suppress the truth because that which is known about god is evident within them you see this 19th verse that which is known about god every human being in this world in regards of a believer non believer atheist and uh, um, gay or uh, lesbian whoever it is uh, God is evident within them verse 19 in their inner consciousness for God made it evident to them hallelujah for ever since the creation of the world verse 20 his invisible attributes his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood through his workmanship all his creation the wonderful things that he has made so that they who fail to believe in Jesus and trust in Jesus are without excuse and without defense for even though they knew God even though they knew these things that were happening in their heart as the creator Jesus they did not honor him as God or give thanks Wow if you keep reading those things in the bottom keep going down wonderful book of Romans is so beautiful verse 18 19 20 21 even if you are not a believer 
God is saying when you enter into this world, he is put, you know, God consciousness in you. Your conscience, your instinct, your uh, heart tells you the things of God. It is evident where even if you th say that you are an atheist or you are married to Adam and Steve, <laughs> God is still speaking to you. Huh? If you are married to Sita and Gita, still God is evident. Okay, God is telling you his invisible attitudes are in you. He is saying you are wrong. This is not correct. This is law. This is bondage. This is horrible. Get away. Go away. That's what God is saying. It is written on your hearts, brothers and sisters. No matter. Sometimes, you know, when preachers keep preaching or people keep talking in the churches and all, you somehow feel like it does not make sense, right? Exactly. The Holy Spirit keeps telling you. Inside you, the Holy Spirit tells you. Because the Holy Spirit witnesses, bears conscience of what is God's and what is not God's. Exactly. I'm not saying we don't need the written Bible. I'm not saying that. Whatever God speaks to you inside your heart, it has to confirm with the word of God. It has to confirm with the word of God. Otherwise, you can't just keep you know, coming up. You'll come up with so many uh, different doctrines without the word of God. It has to agree and it has to follow the fall under the word of God. Whether it is law, whether it is grace. We tithe because we love God. We tithe because we, we are affectionate. We tithe because he gave his life. We are indebted to him. We tithe because we, we want to. We tithe because it makes us happy. We tithe because uh, we, we, we use God's love to show God's love through our tithes. We are thankful because of uh, he has done so much. Because he has given Jesus Christ. He is the Lord and God. Brothers, out of context, out of the era of law dispensation, we are teaching which does not apply now. It's obsolete now. We are teaching curse to people. In the new covenant, he is not even in a bad mood. God is not in a bad mood. He is not going to remove your wife. He is not going to remove your job or a kid or a promotion. Because you didn't bring tithes to the house, to the storehouse. <laughs> storehouse again is a total big subject with uh, the Old Testament. That's the devil's bondage mixture of grace and law. Devil wants to keep you under bondage, keep you under suppression, keep you under the evil presence. And he can do that when he promotes law, when he promotes all these teachings that are not based on the grace of God. Anything in life you do has to be done with the grace and the love of God. Without that, 
you are not going to be successful. You will be breaking, you will be hitting your head against the wall all the time. Grace of God is available. God is saying, I loved you so much. See my hands, see my nails. He said to Thomas, my thorny crown, disfigured face, spear the side. See, I wanted to save you. That's why I gave my life on the cross. You don't have to do anything. Person who protected gave up his life. How much grateful, thankful we should be than going and afraid, scared, and what's going to happen? You know, did I give correct? Did I not give correct? You know, all those things out of fear, no. Out of love, out of gratitude, out of overflowing joy. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you teach us your love. Show us your love, your grace, so that we would follow you out, out of love, not out of bondage, not out of fear, not out of condemnation, but we would realize the gift of no condemnation, the unmerited, undeserving favor. Thank you, Lord, for your grace and peace be multiplied upon all those who are hearing and listening in Jesus' name. Brothers and sisters, Thank you. May God bless you for watching this teaching because uh, the Bible says that if someone preaches, even from, uh, Paul says, you know, from the heaven, I or anybody or even from an heaven, from an angel from heaven comes, teaches they're cursed, double cursed. That's what Paul says. But if you preach grace, if you follow grace, how much blessing, double blessing, if you're preaching against grace, double curse. If you're preaching grace, double blessing. May God bless you as you seek the scriptures, as you learn from scriptures, God is going to open your eyes. Listen to the previous grace series and the tithe series and the coming series. Uh, we will be talking more about these uh, uh, tithes in another two, three episodes. So keep on listening, tuning, and search the scriptures. God bless you. You know, have a wonderful day.